this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. So we climb up. You and, all climb and up. And then you're like, all right, now Ingerhild, you're up. Right. And, and she, she looks just at you. disappears. An unexpected change in the plan leaves the party searching for alternate options. Okay. Foot lockers, hope knives. Flip. Falchions. Uh, uh, additional companions. Is there a silencer in <laughs> Galarian? I said, <laughs> well. Solutions get creative. I'm going to duct tape my axe to a bullet. And then fire them. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, Mary. <laughs> so clever. that before. That's awesome. Combat gets brutal. 21 points of damage. What? Oh God! And Barry Connick Jr. gets suspicious. Fake the moon landing. <laughs> doo, 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 doo. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fake the moon landing. Is that a real conspiracy thing? Yes, yes. 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 The Kubrick the... did it? The adventure continues. <laughs> I know you have a written script in front of me. I make up shit left and right. You have no idea. All right. Right now. Greetings and salutations, all. It is I, your friend, Galabras Finskid. Hello. Uh, man, I cannot wait to get to this episode. It is so fun. And I also have a special announcement. But first, uh, I don't think we've ever properly acknowledged Bill Story on Facebook and Jake Holmes, Capped Awesome 55 on Twitter, both suggested Rooney Mara as a casting choice for Della. We never, never truly acknowledge him. Both of you guys get bottle caps. Uh, also want to thank uh, Noah for writing in and telling us the story of how his brother Grimir, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, introduced him to gaming. Uh, and I just I want to give a special shout out on his behalf to all the siblings everywhere, older siblings mostly, who have introduced their their other siblings to gaming. I know that's how, that's how a lot of us got into it. Uh, as I said, my uncle in my case, but to all the siblings and family members who have done that. You guys are great. And I also want to give a very special shout out to Secret Headquarters Game Store in Tallahassee on Monroe Street. Uh, I was just down in Florida and I stepped in to drop off some GCP postcards. And uh, there was a woman behind the counter and uh, turns out she was the owner. And she told us the whole story of uh, how, it, how this, this store, Secret Headquarters, was her game store growing up in Tallahassee. And the previous owner got uh, very sick and um, he passed away. And uh, the owner, the, the new owner, she was about ready to go to college at FSU and she had all this money saved up and she talked to her mom. She said, like, why don't I take all this money that we've been saving for college and use it to buy my childhood game store? And she did. And she it is it is it is a beacon. It is a, it, this place is amazing. They have a special uh, a custom gaming room in the back. Um, that's done up like a medieval dungeon um, that uh, art students from FSU are coming in like on their own time to like make it look really cool. It's a big screen in there. They have comics, they have games, they have everything. And uh, she's so sweet. And so if anybody is in the uh, Florida Panhandle area, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, you definitely go check out Secret Headquarters, Tennessee, that uh, Tallahassee. That place is amazing. Also, this week, we are so excited to announce that Paizo, the publisher of Pathfinder, is so pleased about all the new players that are joining in on Pathfinder because of Glass Cannon, they have generously sent us some giveaways for our listeners. So, to kick things off this week, we are offering one of our lucky fans a free core rulebook. Now, this is the essential book that you need to start getting into Pathfinder. 
But in classic Glass Cannon podcast fashion, we are not just giving away for free. When have we ever given anything away for free, except for all the things we've given away for free? We're having another contest, and trust me, you were going to love this one. Now, I can't talk about it yet, but check out our Twitter account, at Glass Cannon Pod, this coming Friday, July 22nd at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for details on how to enter the contest. Now, if you're not following us on Twitter already, make sure you get that done this week. And once the rules of the contest have been posted, you can start submitting your entries to be eligible to win your own brand new copy of the Pathfinder Core Rulebook. And you know what? We're going to ruin its resale value by signing it. All the members of the GCP crew will sign your Core Rulebook. So now that's out of the way. Let's all enjoy episode 60, Silence of the Blams. I can't believe it took 60 episodes to end on the results of a fortitude save. That is a first. That's a first. That is a first. Yeah. It's about damn time. Well, it actually... The fans asked and we gave it to People them. were clamoring for us to end on a fortitude save for so long. It actually... Anybody can end on a reflex save. Yeah. yeah. It ended before <laughs> the fortitude roll. save. That's but true. We both said So yeah. you're 100% right. I worded it incorrectly. Yes. Uh, uh, words are important. I'm not much for word speaking. Uh, ready to drink. Smart. Word, words are pretty I'm important. smart. Yeah, words are pretty important to is, a podcast. Is Baron still holding Howie, by the way, during all of this? I, I was think, about to ask you that before the episode ended. I, before the I, I just thought about that. Where, where I told you when he last sat on me, I said... You know, I can't, I don't know tongues, bro. Come on, bro. And so I said, I'm going to let him stay there. And if he wants to, he can. And like, I'll give him little pieces of whiskey. You cheese. were the last person to end up with him. Yeah. No, after, after the, after the funeral, uh, nobody else. Told him. And I mean, unless horse, I, horse girl over here <laughs> also has an affinity for invertebrates. In the, uh, the scorpion whisperer well, next to me. <laughs> Provided I survive, I can make may, may, may I can take familiars it's a it's a, it's a major feat wow I like I like Baron having the scorpion. Yeah, I, it, like we don't very, need to keep making Della Gormley. It's you know <laughs> like, Troy tried several. It's times. a new character. There's, there's something about a you know this country western. Yeah, type. this country western guy with a scorpion. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Can I um, can I please have an armadillo <laughs> companion that just gives orcs leprosy? You know what? You'll lose the scorpion. You've asked you know, for too much. You know what? I I do want to say real quick, and I won't waste a lot of time on this, but you can do that, which I never realized until I was like researching everything. All the bonuses I have as a ranger with uh, Barry Connick Jr., that stuff is all bonuses because I'm a ranger. The regular rules, they allow for if you put points and handle animal, you can just get animals it just, and bring them with you. It's just the rolls are harder. It's harder to handle them. It's harder to teach them tricks. But, like, you can totally do it. And in, if you want them to be a combat companion, things that are free actions for Joe are, like, move or standard exactly. actions for but, us. Exactly. But you can do it. Like, right, right. It's a fun way to, like... Make a, whatever character you want. Like that's what I think Pathfinder does so well is give you so many options. You know? The I, problem is Howie's allure really comes from his voice, and if you can't speak with him, what's we'll, the point? What's well, we really got to figure out a way. There's got to be a way. What if he might know Gormley's last words? He could. What if they're probably? Ah, oh no, I'm falling. And the, Gormley's last words are Lorks oh. next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. I think if Baron took a level in Druid, I think you can cast Speak with Animals at first level. Finally, finally. That'll be after his rogue level when he tri-casts? <laughs> Tri-classes? You've been wanting tri-casters <laughs> He wants that forever. rogue level oh, so bad. Give it to me. Give it to me. 
Um, speaking of give it to me, why don't you all give me a fortitude save? Oh, all right. Come all right. on. Fuck jumping, off. Jumping right in. Oh, Let's just fuck. go right into the old 40 save. Is this a spell or spell like ability? I saw uh, some cheering gestures and some sighs and shaking. Yeah, I don't. Heads. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's a spell, right? It's just shit. <laughs> just, just poop. It's, it's just it's not a spell. It's, it's just fecal matter. No, is it a poison? Is it a poison? Uh, it is spell or spell like ability. Is this a poo related effect? Right. <laughs> is this? Uh, it's a disease. All right, what do we get? Eighteen. Eighteen. Twenty-four. Twenty-two. Twenty even for Lork. What about Barry Connick Jr.? Oh, Barry Connick! We're always forgetting Barry. Don't fall prey to the poo. How do I always forget? Ladies and gentlemen. That he's got a roll. Barry Connick Jr. I hope I don't get infected by this shit. I rolled a 12. DC 12. Oh, yeah! <sighs> Stanley Kubrick helped. Fake the moon landing. Do 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 do. Oh wow! Fake the moon landing. Is that a real conspiracy thing? Yeah, it is. Yes, the Kubrick did it. Scooby Doo popped. Apparently, there's clues like scattered throughout The Shining. That the flag was blowing. Flag was blowing. Why is nowhere up there? Stanley Kubrick, one of America's greatest natural-born citizens of all time. And hey, by the way, I just finished a play with. Fucking Kier Delea, who played, uh, uh, or Kier Delea, pardon me, who played fucking Dave Bowman in 2001, A Space Odyssey. That's and he true. told me all kinds of fucking Stanley Kubrick stories. You can read them on my blog, which I don't, does, <laughs> which doesn't you don't really have. exist. No, I, don't. <laughs> I haven't updated it since 2002. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish you guys could see Skid <laughs> right now. He's GeoCities blog. Skid is laying oh. with a mic. Hey, man, look. Oh, we have a photo <laughs> for the Tumblr when the Please when post this. Let me explain. All right, I've been working, I've been unemployed basically for four months. I just We're really getting off topic. I got a new. I know, but I just. I got I'll allow a, it. I'll allow it. I got a new job. I, I worked a fifty-five hour week. Oh, I'm fucking tired of shit. I've been a paralegal. I'm not trained to be one for fifty-five hours. I'm gonna fucking relax for a fucking minute. Good for you. All right. So we all saved. You all saved. All right. Whew. Lork, you heard something though as you were pulling that grate taut just to yeah. make sure no one would find you. Although you weren't super nervous about it. Those huts that you saw were empty and devoid of any signs of life. Sure, there were some tracks here and there, but it didn't look like a highly uh, trafficked area. You heard, um, heal them up like you always do. General's orders. I believe that's what, what you heard. Yeah. It continues. You just do what you always do, or the general will give you a couple more lashings. Heal the dumb dwarf. Oh, shit. And this is half, you hear this maybe around the corner. So north and where the palisade turns in the moat. Does only Lork hear this? And, and I just hear it, I don't see anyone. You don't see anyone, but you... Can I, uh, so I'm, I'm, geez, I mean, I'm holding the grate. Like, mm-hmm. I, they could see my big green hands. I think I kind of want to, like, can I pull it and kind of twist it into some sort of snug you position? Don't, you hear this in the distance okay. around the corner. You don't see anyone. You can look. All right, There's so no if I look, I don't see anything. No, this is happening around the corner. Okay. Um, around the north corner. All right, so I think that he's, they're probably, uh, they have some sort of cleric prisoner that they're forcing to heal uh, Umlo after fights, and I would I would want to translate this or or uh, tell 
uh, Ingrahild about this, you know, in order to, you know, just kind of say, I think it's, when he's injured, I think they heal him up so he can fight again. It's, it's horrible, but I think he's living through it. We've got to, we've got to stop it, though. We, we, we have to go to him. Is he, is he right there? I, I, I can't see him. We, we can't. Did you hear his voice? No, he's not speaking. I said, I say, who's healing him? I can't see. There's no, but whoever it is, it's, it's against their will. So they might be some sort of ally. Yeah, they, we, could, we could get them on our side. They could help us. That, that said, if we, if we break out of prison, prisoners now, he's safe for now. He's being healed. If we break him out now, they'll know we're here. We can't. We can't go yet. Wait, can, can, we, just, can we just go check on him? Shh, keep your voice down. Can we just, can we just go check on him and, 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 like, and stealthily just see if, 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 if they're alone and just, and just I, check on him? No, we can't. We got in this place through the deception we needed. We have to move further into the fort. He's being healed. That's what we know. I, I, I grab her and I say, in Dwarven, Torag didn't build the dwarves in a day. And we aren't going to rescue your brother in one either. But we know for now, he's being healed and he's not dead. And he hasn't died in weeks. This is better than he ever could have been in the Den, Den of Thorns. What was it called? It was a vault. Vault of Thorns, yes. And, and I say all that in Dwarven. In the Vault of Thorns. And Lord so just says, be patient. right. <laughs> he, 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 Whatever he's saying, he's, he's been right. speaking Dwarven the whole time, it turns out. Can I, can just one of you go check? There's no one out here. You said yourself, these huts are empty and, and there's no one living here. There's no one coming back here. Can, can't one of you just go look Ingrahild. and check on him? Ingrahild. You have the power to turn Ingrahild. invisible. Ingrahild, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. has gotten lippy. Oh my god. I'm not joking. Just shut the fuck up. It's not even angry skit. It's, just, it's another level. This is angry let's just, Galabras. Let's just see what happens. All right? Shut your fucking mouth. All right. Can we keep listening? Is there anything else that happens? Do we hear anything else? Um, yeah, you know, more of the same, like, just... But no one walks past the grate. No one like, walks past They don't walk Umlo right in Wherever front of they us. came, and you can remember from the map, they were coming most likely from the Barbican over the north portion. Now Galabras knows there's all tents there. And maybe the colored tent, the, the dyed colored tent, maybe? With the, if the you relay this furs. information to Galabras, which I'm sure you do, as you were telling Ingrahild, Galabras would put two and two together and think most likely this is happening in the area of where that colored tent with the, with the pelts was that was set off from the rest of the tents. Most likely this Ingrahild. is in the area with the colored tents. <laughs> <laughs> While he's doing that in the background. Ingrahild! <laughs> it's, it's obvious that something terrible is happening to Umlo, and we're going to save him for you. But if we try to save him right now, we'll only get him killed. We need to go about this the right way. Please, stay calm. I need your axe. Follow me into the fort. And we'll get him around the back way. My axe is yours. I just don't understand why you can't check on him. Does anyone... Do do you, I, would you like me to? Is that what we're relating, relating here? No, she's just, she's just having a go, conversation. Go for it, man. If you want to. Worked out I well. Think, I don't think it's worth it. Worked it worked out well with those oozes. Lork gives you a hard no. <laughs> shaking his head. All right. We got the grade in place. We've got this far. No, I agree with you. Lork is saying we need to get out of this tunnel. We need I, to get out because it's like, you know, that smell, that's going to keep happening. So we need to get out of here. I do want to move forward and go forward as quickly as Lork would like to. However, I would like to sense motive on why 
outside of the obvious, uh, Ingrid is asking for this. Uh, that's a good idea. Why she wants to go see her brother? Yeah, if there's any well, but reason. But why she wants to like, like jeopardize the whole mission? Yeah, maybe she's trying to yeah. jeopardize the mission. Sure, you can. Yeah, roll a sense motive on that. Natural two. <laughs> I mean, it, it, she's it, a traitor. Can, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you cure blindness? It, it, I mean, you, you, you've been with her for a while right now. So if you're feeling like this seems strange, why is she forcing the issue? She feels like, from what Lork is relaying to her, that this is a safe opportunity to go check up on her brother, and she just doesn't understand why you wouldn't allow her to do that. She's yeah. not going to break do, away from you to do it, but it's taking all of her yeah, energy she's, not we to have, do it. We she's, know she's not evil, like, no. quote, evil. She We've just, already established you got to understand, this. she fought with her brother. She forced him into this journey. He wanted to just live the life of a simple cook. She forced him into this, and he wanted to go to be with her to go find this ancient tomb of their ancestor. They got attacked by hags and a marsh giant. She got cast with a... She got, uh, she got schizophrenic. cast as Rachel Dratch. She got cast as Rachel Dratch. Which is hugely you know, traumatic. She became schizophrenic. She lost control of her brother. Her brother has now somehow been captured by this group and brought here, and now she is inches away from him and doesn't understand why she can't just go for, check and see if it's safe. That's, uh, that's her moment. Outside of character, just this is clearly totally hysterical. Three dozen orcs watching his her brother fight earlier. This this place has weird, freakish people with ears growing out of their chest, walking along things with hell giants everywhere. We, I mean, just it it drives me crazy that she would even want to. I understand why, but we need to have everything we can behind us before we act. Sure. I mean, yeah, you, you've yeah. all so, made so, your case to her, so yeah. So she's not gonna. Yeah, we don't need to keep going over so it. So I'm gonna move into the room, yeah. into the pool room. Uh, okay, so you... Walk, and there's a ledge, right, like around the pool yeah, that I can so walk Yeah, the, so the, there's like a pool in the middle of the room, just full of fetid water, and there's a, like a space you can walk around it. And then 10 feet up or so, there's a hole in the ceiling. Okay, so I, I just want to move so I can get everyone in the room so they can also see the hole. Okay, you know, you, you saved, you all saved from whatever that disease was. Can we was, all get so. within that room? Yeah, it's very cramped. So you're, imagine you're in this circular room and you're all back against the wall. Like that old carnival game, uh, ride, the Roundup. Remember, we all stick to the wall? Kind of like that, but a really small room. And you're all in this cylinder. The Gravitron? <laughs> well, we called it a Roundup in Boston. <laughs> ah. uh, was it also, was there a big central part filled with... Uh, feces when you did it? <laughs> it was Boston. If you went to Revere. Uh, yeah, Revere. You went to a carnival oh, yeah, Revere. Revere. yeah. We but, called it the big dig where I was from. It's not a, it's not a bug, it's a feature. <laughs> um, all right, so you're, you're in the, you're in this cesspool. So it's 10, it's in the center of the room, 10 feet up. Delia, the first one in the room. Something I did not mention to you last time, but now that your eyes have adjusted to the room, you see a skeleton leaning against the wall. Ooh. The skeleton of what looks like a child. Oh, fuck. Jesus. And the skull is turned around like its neck was snapped. Oh, it's, oh. Lin- it's Linda Blair. I was, that's what, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? Can I do a perception on the skeleton? Absolutely. Uh, 25. 25. Uh, there are small vestiges of clothing still left on it, but all the skin and muscle has eroded away. 
but on one of its fingers, its pinky, what would have been its pinky, is an ornate signet ring. And the symbol on the ring, Galabras, you immediately recognize it hmm. as matching the heraldry of Calrion Blix. Ah. Oh. Yes. I remember. She showed us. This may be a vestige of her family. In fact, it certainly is. Perhaps this is a time-traveling version of herself (laughs) (laughs) that fell into into a toilet (laughs) and was possessed by a demon and played by Linda Blair. I Uh, was hoping it was that little boy that tricked us into going further underneath the church. Oftan, Oftan, yeah. It looks, you know... (laughs) We're not that lucky. From what it looks like, it looks like this skeleton probably fell into this room. It's like half submerged in the pool and maybe it broke its neck. That's, so that's what, the sense so her, that you're getting. Her, this was her grandfather, right? Her great-grandfather, great-grandfather was at And he was the, like, the Lord Lake. Commander of the fort at the time? No, her great-grandfather was at the fort, and his father, father. was something. Oh, okay. And so she Could wants to do, know about her ancestor, but her great-grandfather would never talk about it. Could we do a heel check to estimate how long this skeleton would have been down here? Sure, to, that's right up your alley. Yeah. Ooh, 27. 27? You would, just doing the math in your head, you would assume that this skeleton was around the same age as her great-grandfather would have been at the time. I Oh, wow. When he escaped the fort. Wow. I ask... Oh, so he was a kid when he left. That's what you would think, knowing what... Well, but did she say... She didn't. He he would never talk about it. But, like, you can do the math. But her great-grandfather could not have been a... Oh, well, he could have escaped and then... He probably didn't have children at the time he left the fort. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, no, I got it. I, I, well, I had always assumed that he was like... I assumed the same You know, an adult warrior or something right. in the fort. But if his father, if his father was the... I'm... Uh, okay. I, I'm, I was just thinking, I was thinking of it the wrong way, too, but... Well, yeah, maybe it's this is like his brother or something. I'm feeling some body snatcher shit. Uh, also, All right, well, let's, let's keep well, moving. Right? I just asked yeah. Della, uh, you know, I've come across a lot of skeletons wearing weird jewelry <laughs> and shit-filled tunnels before. Is there anything magical about this ring to you? Uh, do I can do... Uh, did I? Did it seem magical to me? Do I want me to roll it? It's not. Uh, okay. It's probably okay. worth something. Probably worth more to Calrian than it is to a simple shopkeep. But uh, you don't recognize the Herald because you never met I, her. But I'm not of this Galabras world. Galabras is like, I know this symbol. So can I do it? So looking at this hole up, up, is the hole in the ceiling is the only way out, presumably? Back the way you came and up, and it's a pretty uh, tough climb to get to the top, as you uh, can see from the Lork. The Lork would like to boost Baron up to the hole. The old ten fingers. <laughs> ten finger discount. Is that what you call it? I can only take four in at once right now. Uh, I, with Baron's permission, of course. Lork is not going to lift a dwarf without the dwarf. So you're going to aid him. You want to throw a dwarf? Yes. No, but I tosses a... If, if you want to call it that, you could also... <laughs> I think I should be able to add my strength. I'm just picking him up to a, a place where he can grab on. So if I can <laughs> lift him, he should be able to easily grab it, oh, right? And clearly this is a huge gamble, and it should absolutely <laughs> be a die roll. And... No, we, uh, it's 10 feet up, and it's a tough... It's a it's a DC 15 climb check. We, so we, I'm going to w- try and lift him through the hole. Yeah, I'm just going to try to lift him up so that he can get high enough to grab on and pull himself up. Okay. If you fail the strength check, he's going to fall and take falling damage and land in the cesspool. Yeah. I so, take so falling you're, you're, damage from six feet? 
1d6. You know, it's only a couple points of damage, but I'm, there's there's stakes for trying to do this. Yeah. Um, Small stakes, uh, but God. it's up to you, Lark. What's your strength bonus, bro? Uh, it's uh, plus, uh, plus three. Upon learning his strength bonus, I say, fuck, no, go ahead. This will be fun. All right. Uh, I'd love him to have a bit of luck. Yeah. Uh, hey, what the hell? <laughs> He's all lucky right. he could get to all lift right. a, a, a small dwarf Galabras four feet over his head. A bit of luck. <laughs> I love it. Twenty-two. Oh, natty nineteen. All right. So uh, he lifts you up. You're able to grab through this ah! small hole and pull yourself up into the next room. I'll tell you what you see. Skid, I didn't see you check off the uh, bit of luck. <laughs> I, I'm remembering. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It, would ta- it would take all my strength to lean forward at this point, and I really don't want we're to. We're going to have to listen back to this episode yeah. to, to figure it out. There are tiles. The whole room is tiled, alternating tiles of blue. Like oh, a it's light, a bathroom. A light, light blue and white, <laughs> several of which are cracked, missing, just covering the walls, floor, the whole thing. Another circular chamber. Um, and then obviously this gaping hole, which leads down. It's it, a latrine. Is there any um, plumbing or piping or anything I could tie the rope I have to? No. Uh, roll a perception check. 22. As you were being lifted up by Lork, you saw a boot wedged in the wall of the shaft as you were being lifted up. Can I reach to it where I am now? Yeah, sure. You can like reach down into the hole and just kind of pull it up. I pull it out. And it's a child's boot. Oh, Jesus somebody, Christ. Does it look like they broke his or her neck and then threw them down here? Or does it look like they broke their neck on the fall? Fair. Well, whatever. Lork's not a doctor. You see a boot, you see a boot <laughs> lodged in the wall and a broken neck corpse. Maybe he tried to climb down, climb away, got... And got stuck. Foot got stuck. Slipped out of the boot. Either way, uh, can you? Is there an exit from this room where I am now? Uh, yep, there is a set of double doors in front of you. Okay, uh, open them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll open them. Be bold, man. Stealthily. Okay, roll a stealth check. Twenty. Barrett. Stealthily open the doors. Throw down the rope. <laughs> and it reveals a small chamber. Oh my god, that piano. <laughs> uh, the chamber uh, thins to the north, and there's one door there. And then to the right, there is a set of double doors, and the, the hallway is wider. So to the north, five-foot-wide hallway to a door. To the east, ten-foot-wide double door. Now, is there anything I can tie a rope to from here that would... Nothing. Nothing. This place is... Is there any way that I can help the rest of my party climb up easily? Because I would like them to come with me. You would have to... You can hold the rope yourself. I am so weak. Yeah, they they have to climb up. So, um, you know, this is is complicated rule. This is up to your rule. It's a DC-5 with a rope. But, you know, if a character's just holding it, probably some sort of strength check. Mm -hmm. Well, but, I mean, you know, they can be boosted, too, by someone standing down below... So, right. I mean, what if I use my last, and this is only because at six level, the DC is kind of, I just want to use my last tangle foot bag to fasten the rope in like a corner where the two walls meet. 
and it have is it. glue. It, it is, is just glue. glue. It would keep it in place. Okay. The DC is so low that I think most creatures I would want to use it against would pass it, right? I mean, yeah, and here's what I would argue. You're not just using the glue for the strength check. You glue it to the wall, and you hold it. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's both things combined. Yeah. Okay, I mean, so I think Galabras is the only one that probably has to roll. The rest of you are, unless you want to chuck Ben Vereen up. Oh, not Ben Vereen, sorry. Oh, man, come on. Barry Connick Jr. It's up there. It's been 10 episodes. Yeah. Uh, right. Let him rest in peace. Goodbye, Tanglefoot bag. Um, yeah, see, this is a... Gormley had some, so you have more. Oh, great. It's tough, tough with animal companions, but... Uh, I mean, I can't just throw him up. Do the what same thing you do before. Tie the rope around him, let him try to climb, and then you can... Do you have a backpack? Okay. There's nothing for him to climb. Yeah, there's really nothing. Uh, it's it's just a hole in the ceiling. Uh, I, I, I can, like, tie him to myself. Almost like a backpack, maybe. <laughs> Ooh, it's like you have a <laughs> little baby Bjorn. Fasten the bear claws <laughs> around your neck. Oh, my God. Bjorn is uh, old English for bear. Um, Boom. Troy. We just fist, we just fist bumped. Can I get the bear up, or do you want me Thanks to just, for do you want me just audience, slit his throat and leave him here? <laughs> uh, no, you can get the bear up. We don't up. that much. All right. Um, Lork is... Uh, oh, man. You know what? <clears throat> Lork is going to just stay down again, and he's going to boost Calabras, boost Stella onto the rope, and just give him some feet of a head start, mm-hmm. and then Baron holding the rope, they can climb the rest of the way with a DC-5. The so, only one who needs your help, though, is Calabras, right? Yeah, so I'm sure Della could. could Della just it. grabs the rope and climbs up. Okay. I can also fly. If uh, Lork's like Della, I'll help. I'll help uh, Della, and then she just <laughs> scampers up. Uh, and then I will. Uh, I'll lift Galabras at least part of the way. Boost, boost him part of the way. Okay. All right, and then Lork <laughs> will lastly climb up the the rope. Okay, and you see the same thing that Baron saw. So he opened the doors, and there's a, a, a one five foot door, and then one double door, two ends of a small hallway. Yep, small. It's a small room. You can see it on your. All right. Uh, actually, you can't see it on your map. I was gonna say which room. Oh, and we level. forgot about Ingrid Hill. So we'll, so we'll just leave her there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so whatever, we bring her up too. Oh, I tie the rope gently around her neck and drag <laughs> oh her up. All right. No, she's incredibly valuable in battle. Ingrid Hill waits and leaves oh. back down the sewer grate. Ingrid. So we climb up. You and, all climb and up. And then you're like, all right, now Ingerhild, you're up. Right. And, and she, she looks just at you. disappears. And bolts back down. I go, ch- should I chase her? I want to no. chase her. No. no. Let her go. I just don't want her to tell them where we are. Lork is going to grab you. She says, you know, she not says, forcefully, but she's just like, she says, I'm sorry. He just says, let her go. We should keep moving. It is a hasty decision that I'm not sure of in any way. But yeah. that's what he does. He no. just... She is crazy, and uh, we'd either have to let and her control our party or just move on. She also tried to cut my head off. At worst, she she dies and is a distraction. Let's move forward. Lork's chaotic neutral. Let's go. I think I think yeah, don't we forget. absolutely have to move forward if she's gonna, if she's a yeah, risk risk now. We yeah, no, get so now we have to go double time. All right, go, so go, 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 go. Normally, Baron would want to save her, but... Um, and these being the only dwarves I met in an orc-infested thing, of course I want to, but being around her for all these days, she's nuts. I am devoted to the people around me. Normally I would try to save her, but she's going to get us all killed. I let her go. You can cool. reach out dramatically like, no! Yeah, and then and, and Lork is holding her. you back. Like, yeah. Baron, she's, she's not thinking straight. Come on. And, and, and you I know. curse in Dwarvish, like the longest curse I've ever heard. And then I, yeah, I mean, it was pretty clear she 
she was torn and she just couldn't help herself. Yeah, well, now, you know what? If she wants to get herself into trouble, that's fine. Let's move forward yeah. and use it as a distraction. Lork is going to say, uh, let's move to the five-foot door here. Yeah, it's a small door check first. it out immediately. Yeah. Everybody good? Listen at the door? Yeah. Ready yourselves. And he goes to the door and he listens <laughs> quickly. Okay. On the other side of the door. Uh, 31. Si- Sorry, 30 even. Silence. Opens the door. Opens if it, the if door. If it's openable. Uh, it opens into a 10-foot wide hallway that stretches about 25 feet and then shortens again to another 5-foot door. Okay. 5-foot space. Lork is going to motion the party to follow him, and he's going to do a check for traps on the floor. Uh, 26 as he's walking. You don't see any traps. All right. He's walking slowly through this. It's, you say it's 10-foot wide or 5-foot wide? 10-foot wide. It's 10-foot wide hallway. But then it narrows but at, at the, the end. end. it narrows to another 5-foot door. Okay. 5-foot space with the door. Sorry. He's going to keep walking. Follow. Right. You know, telling everybody to follow. Everybody's coming up. Going to go to the next door. Okay. Listen. 25. Don't hear anything. Uh, attempt to open the door uh, stealthily. Uh, 22. 22. Open the door, and you see several decrepit bunks just rotting in what appears to be a completely neglected room. Hmm. Uh, there are th- two other doors in the room, one to the east, one to the west, and there are tracks moving back and forth. Can I do a survival check to uh, check if there are they seem to be orc tracks, if there's any giant tracks. Could a giant fit in here in the first place? How high are the ceilings? Uh, yeah, giant could fit in here. Okay. I'm going to do the same. Yep. Baron, let's do survival checks. 27. 25, you motherfucker. Oh, he beat you for I once. finally got him. Yeah. Uh, they're not giant tracks. Can you tell me what Lork knows that Baron doesn't? <laughs> they're not fire giant tracks. Oh, oh, you think no, they I are, just, Baron. Son of a bitch. Ooh. No, I, I, I really have nothing. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Baron wants to, before we move any further, really quickly uh, flip the mattresses and see if any of them have chests. Any of the bunks have chests. They often have chests. They did it on the Chels Devil. They do in barracks. I know it's old. Or if, there's, the, any, or if there's any notes about yeah. daggers yeah. or magic weapons. Okay. Foot lockers, hope knives. Flip. Falchions. Uh, uh, additional companions. 25 perception. 25. We are rolling rocks. Perception. You flip the bed and a huge cloud of dust fills the room. This (coughs) this bed hasn't been moved, touched, used in a long, long time. And you see absolutely nothing. If you continue to do that with the other beds, same thing. Those tracks go back. (laughs) No, but I mean, mean, I'm saying, I I choose this bed. All right, roll for that bed. Uh, those, those tracks are going straight back and forth between the door to the right. They're just going to the shitter. And the door to the left. No, no. It's going back and forth between, you came in the door from the south. There's a door to your left. This is like eerily the, right. the uh, whatchamacallit, the plague house. Baron you know, looks. Oh, like yeah. These yeah, empty yeah. beds. Baron like, looks at Lork, and he points at the left. And then he, said, he points at himself and then points at the right. And I think we should do simultaneous stealth and open door checks. For fun. Sure. Well, I'm not much for fun in military situations, <laughs> yeah. but... Sounds like a blast. For tactical advantages. But, uh... 
Aye, let's let's move this along. We don't have time. Let's use yeah. this. But we don't know what Ingrahild's doing. Let's move yeah, as yeah, fast yeah, as possible. Yeah, yeah. And Let, so let's advance the plot. Lork yeah, is, yeah, Lork is going to try to open the the left door. Baron's going to try to open the right door at the same time. Rolling stealth checks. Della will okay. back Baron up. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Can anybody back Lorca? Nope. 20. 26. 20 for Lork. 26 for Baron. Baron, you stealthily open your door and you see another 10 foot wide corridor. God damn it. Leading across another 25 feet or so to a door. Lork, you open your door and see a spiral staircase leading up. Ah, interesting. So All right. Th- wait, so if, if my, based on what Glabra saw, that would, is that leading up to where the. Like the ears growing out of chest, people were, were no. hanging out. No, yes. we're all. Oh, it is. Oh, I thought that was. Oh, we moved I all thought, the way this way. You oh do. You God. do the math. You bring out the map, and you know what Galactus told got you. It. That leads to the top of the bell tower. The bell tower. Bell tower. That leads to the top of the bell tower. Okay, let's. Um, the most. Let's. Uh, I say we follow that. So I'll local motion to Baron quietly close your door. I'll say... Let's move this way. Galabras has seen these guys. Now, Galabras, to your, to your best estimation, did they look like they were on patrol? Were they armed? Uh, they, no, they, had, they were eared. <laughs> That's exactly they were pretty, what I was saying. Eared. They were eared and armed. Were, did, they, did, did they have arms and armor? Um, armoire? Did they, were they carrying an armoire? <laughs> uh, what it, other furniture? It looked they like have? they had pretty shoddy weapons. Yeah, you saw two creatures up there that looked malformed, medium sized, medium sized creatures. Um, you know, it's that's what they were uh, malformed, medium sized creatures that were shoddily armed. Lork says, looks at Baron. He says, "Oh, I think we could take them, and maybe they could get us the information we need." Let's move fast. All right, but get ready to let Galabras interrogate any of these filthy motherfuckers. Wait. He holds a hand out to Galabras, or to uh, Baron. He says, you can't be shooting your gun in here. We can't be alerting the fort to our presence. He's May- just realizing this. Oh, shit. You, I, is there I, a silencer I, in Galarian? I said... <laughs> Well, even what the fuck are we supposed to use, man? Harsh language. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's so funny is like the very reference of that. Yeah, it all connects. I say uh, Troy doesn't know. He's never seen aliens. (laughs) I know he's never seen aliens. I say we have two. Not aliens either. No, I've seen aliens. (laughs) Okay, move on. He's lying. No, but but still, but still, it is. No, so I I say it's a good point. I think it's actually an issue. I say 
thanks for gimping my character. Secondly, <laughs> my other point is we have two options. I don't fire on the balconies where it'll ring out in the, the main space. Secondly, we wait for another battle, whatever we heard earlier with all the animals. But I don't think that's wise. No, the battles are over for the day, I yeah. think. They're, yeah, I don't they're think healing, you can wait for that. They're healing Omlo now. But I think inside, have you seen... I do a quick perception check to see how thick the stones are of the building we're in. Like, and the, and the mortars, to like to see if that would... Stonework. Don't even give him any shit, Troy. Stonework. It's stonework. It's a stonework check. I think as long as we're inside... <laughs> it's a stonework check. As long as we're inside, <laughs> I think that I'm okay with it being concealed. Outside, I agree with you. Okay. You know what? What are we supposed to use, man? Harsh language? <laughs> he had it! He believe. had it! <laughs> That's amazing. I've been waiting for that one. I've that had is it for like weeks. I haven't even used it. <laughs> Good Lord. No, but I, it is so relevant. It really yeah, is it really so is. relevant. It's the same fucking... Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I like stuff like this. I, I think it's a good point, Joe. It's like, you know, you're going into the open air. This is an open bell tower. So if Baron has to stay on the steps, that just changes things. I, wait, well, I, wait a minute, wait a minute. Couldn't you... Inside or outside, Baron, think about it. Couldn't you try to use your hammer unless we were in my, dire circumstances? My, my dwarven axe? I, I, your, your axe. It, sorry, it looked like a hammer from the shadows. <laughs> I think that, um, you know how many traps we've been stuck in throughout this whole journey? I think, you remember those uh, centipedes that were attacking us after the first dudes we fought? I, I do. We brought them back in through the hallway and we laid the hammer or the axe, whichever one you want, <laughs> down on him. We can set up some guerrilla warfare style stuff, trick people into following us. Maybe our friend who can go invisible would be a beautiful bait. Yeah, all right. But first, let's, all I'm saying is think carefully before you shoot. I know you will. Let's move forward. And uh, we close the doors that Baron opened, or the door that Baron opened to that hallway and another door. Mm-hmm. And then we move. Lork is going to move first. Uh up the stairwell. You move up the spiral staircase. Yeah. Slowly. You stealthing? Yeah, and he's going to turn around and say, Della, be careful. Okay. Della's going to pull out the wand of vanish in her, in her offhand in case she has to use Talk it. to me, party order. I just want to know who, who's going. You know, it's a I have a good staircase. stealth, too, so I'd probably be close. I'm stealthy, too. Do you want to argue to go first? Mm, I don't mean we don't have to go, we don't have to the, go back and forth. But the only thing is my stealth is... Plus nine, so it's whatever yeah, yours it's, is. It's better than Lork's. But I could still fuck up the roll, so it doesn't matter. So it, You never right. rolled that stone kidding, by the way. And I also don't mind going first because I have so many head points and shit. Okay, so you lead the way roll up the, the stone stair. Cutting. You, yeah, you, oh, you didn't roll you the stone cutting. You just said to the roll the stone cutting. Yeah, roll your stone cutting. You never roll it. Perception? Yeah, perception stone cutting. Don't you get like a plus four or something? Oh, Ooh. never mind. Never mind. That is actually, by the way, if it is a plus four. <laughs> this stone four, has really uh, been cunning to It's bear. wafer thin. <laughs> a, it's wafer thin. <laughs> it's a 16, though, with all that said. 16, you can't imagine that it's thicker than five feet. Okay. But Let, that's decent. Well, that's plenty. 
But Galabras knows that up top, it's open air. It doesn't matter. Like, uh, you know. Wouldn't it echo? L- yeah, I, Lork I is no sound expert. But, like, the it's just the vibration. The vibration carries through stone pretty well. And it's also two on five. Oh, and this oh, is a great opportunity to take out two sentries that are clearly here. Right. And just get information. So let's move quick. I'm totally down with you going first. But can you go, I won't can you go axe first? You know what I mean? Like, go up with yeah, your I have axe. Yeah, I have my axe ready and equipped. Axe ready. So we're going to go Baron, Lork. Della. Uh, Barry Connick Jr., Della, Galabras. Can I duct tape my axe to my gun? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to duct tape my axe to a bullet. <laughs> and then fire that. <laughs> That's amazing, Barry. <laughs> so clever. that before. That's awesome. <laughs> my God. All right, Baron, roll a stealth check. 19. You get up there, and you see shuffling feet back and forth and one of the feet one of the foots one of the feet feet one of the feet one of the footsies one of the foots one of the dumb southie one of the trash i love how you say that skid's the one who's out of it <laughs> yeah, he can one never the, speak english one of the foots one of the foots his command you guys try improv for an hour <laughs> One of the feet. I would say, you're the only <laughs> one who has prepared material. We I know, all... you have a written script in front of you. I make up shit left and right. You have no idea. All right. Just, what one happened? of the feet has a hand growing out of it. Ugh. Oh, that's fucked up. And one of us. You see <laughs> two creatures going back and forth, and they seem very uneasy on a small, circular platform. Outside? Outdoors? It's You feel air coming through. It's whipping through. Because there's probably like but areas where the air is blocked off and areas where it's open. So the wind is just whipping sunlight. through. Sunlight. They they haven't. Yes. Okay. Now it's getting later in the day, but okay. you do see some. some they, the sun is still up. They haven't detected me though. They have not detected you with your stealth. Can I uh, do a sense motive to see why they might feel uneasy? No, you may not. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> let me read the emotions of their feet and the hands sticking out of their of foot. their foots. Baron turns around. And he points at... Uh, actually, Who's directly behind you again? Della? Lork. Or Lork? Lork. Lork. Lork and Barry. Lork. Um, Lork and Barry. Baron wants to see if there's any other area that he could quickly stealth behind before he waves them up. A fair question. It's not impossible. There is... You can tell there is a, like a, a half... Cir- a semicircular wall on either side of the bell. You would have to be... Basically, have to be invisible, and you could sneak up there and get between the outer wall and the walls surrounding the bell. I Only point, there was a wall. I point. It's a small little semicircle. I point directly at Della. I point her. I wave her up to me and have her go past Lork. Well, wait. So what's the, what's what's the plan here? You want me to get, get uh, so up there? So once you get up there, once you get up to me, and I can whisper to you, presumably without anyone else hearing. I would think that's fair. It's getting tight. I say... It's all happening in moments. I say... Get invisible and go in that corner right now. And I point to where you said you'd have to be invisible to get into, and I hope that she can make it. Della, what do you do? Uh, I'll cast Vanish. That was just a suggestion. You don't have to no, do I'll take it. I'll, I'll cast Vanish. Vanish. How long does it last? Powerful. I'm casting it. I'm not using my... Sure. So five rounds. Five rounds. Lork is going to look at Baron, and he's going to do I the say, same come thing up. we I did say, with come the up. same thing we did with the doors. Lork is going to point left. He's going to point Baron right, and he's going to say like, 
he's going to give a symbol to like grapple them. So the plan is like to I quiet them. Della is going to immediately, you know, probably use three rounds of vanish to get up into that spot, and then you guys are going to go left, right. Three rounds? How far away is it? Well, I mean, these are six seconds as a round. Thirty by thirty foot of movement. Thirty feet of movement. You have sure. to be extremely careful, and we're not in combat, so this is like happening. You're just basically, okay. and you get up there, and you guys are going left, right, and you see two malformed. Della sees this two ugly and, and poorly armed, malformed. Right? Yeah, they've got like hooks. It looks like, uh, but not not weapons like like natural hooks. No, no, they've got weapons, but they're not. They're like little rusty these hooks. aren't beautiful forged weapons. Castle forged steel. But <laughs> what's so <laughs> disgusting about them is like Galabras already saw one has an ear growing out of it or an ear growing out of his head. You saw the hand growing chest. out. One's got a hand growing out of the chest. One has a foot coming off of its side. These things are Would inbred. I have a split second for a knowledge dungeoneering? You might. Are they after you roll for initiative? Oh. oh. And Della gets a surprise <sighs> round. All right. All right. Oh, oh, yeah. You know what? I want to use yeah. this opportunity yeah. to talk about oh, surprise yeah. rounds. We had a listener a while back. Her name is Shannon Sullivan. Give us some serious shit, well-deserved shit, about how we play surprise rounds like fucking noobs. I love how you say us. Well, when it was you. you. Well, you have all been sitting there taking advantage of your poor, helpless, defenseless Poor rolling DM. Are you going to explain this or not? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kane's <laughs> got some explaining to do. It is time for nerdy. Everybody drink. Now, I think that you you must have had more surprise rounds for your monsters than we have had as PCs. Totally. Agree? Have totally. We, have we ever had you're not a, a stealthy round? group. Yeah, no so, one has levels so, in a row. So let me explain surprise <laughs> rounds. The main... Uh, idea of a surprise round is mm-hmm. that all you need, there's only one uh, criterion, which is you must be aware of an enemy that is not aware of you. That's it. Boom. And in this case, we're climbing up these stairs. We see them. We did the perceptions. We saw them walking. We saw their weird, deformed, mutant feet. <laughs> we know they're there. They don't know we're there. Surprise round. In a but surprise what round. This, what this listener pointed out is once we roll initiative and we do the surprise round, which we've done a bunch of times, meaning you get to act once and then we start the round again you know, from the start of initiative order, is the real rule in Pathfinder is that you can, you can only do a move or a standard action in a surprise round. So you don't get that full round action sort of thing that we, you know, that you normally have for a normal the round. The thing Shannon pointed out to us was like the Malira episode when Malira had a surprise round and shot three arrows at Baron. Can't do that. You can't take a full attack yeah, action. She can take one standard action, which is one arrow shot. Right. And then, you know, or the, move to get in place to take said so arrow shot. Right. I, I get a get out of jail for free card, right? Well, you already got out of jail. Yeah, I, think, I think we all got out of jail. Uh, <laughs> either way, either way, the point being, I knew that rule, but I thought that I thought you knew it too, and you were like, I'm just going to play surprise rounds like a regular round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't uh, take you, because we've played in games before where sure. we've had that rule. You feel free to take me to task when I'm doing things incorrectly, because Lord knows I'll do it with you guys. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I uh, like I like it both ways. It, I completely understand yes, like yes. getting the full jump on the enemy, because it, you know in this case, it's going to be a situation where Baron and Lork, all they can do is move. They're not going to be able to do anything else cooler. And that's lame. But also, the idea of it is so that 
you don't break the encounter in the surprise round. Right. You, you don't get so much advantage on the enemy because imagine if Malira, like Baron was able to drop to the floor, got a great AC. She missed a bunch of her attacks. Imagine if she hit three times and then went again without us being able right. to do anything. Rolled the highest and then hit and went again. Three more times. <laughs> right, right. Baron, Baron would be dead before the encounter even started. Right. That's no fun. Right. You know what I mean? So it, it, it goes both ways and I'm completely fine with, but you know, you have to make a decision and it has to be like, this is it. Going right. forward. So I, I misspoke. I said Della had the only surprise round. You all get the surprise round. Yeah, because we were aware. Right, but of this them. is a perfect opportunity. You're in Red Lake Fort, the first real encounter. Let's be honest, you guys broke that Grey Ooze encounter. This is a great opportunity to do sp- surprise rounds the right way. Okay. The way <laughs> Pathfinder intended. You mean by the rules. The right. way it was meant The way to when it doesn't affect my guys. In the name. Pathfinder <laughs> <laughs> no. Farms remembers. <laughs> but this is a perfect opportunity because these guys were circling around this bell. Circling around this bell. Della waited for the perfect opportunity. She's vanished. Boom. Moves into place. As they're circling around now, in your surprise round, Baron's going to go left, right in the grill of this dude, and you're going to go right. Lork. Lork. I'm sorry, yeah, Baron's going to go left. Lork is going to go right and basically be as close to flanking as possible with Della for the other guy. And then here comes Barry, here comes Galabras, and here comes the hammer. Tell me about your initiatives. Uh, Lork out of 21. Oh, old Lork in a 21. All right. Anybody higher than 21? No. <laughs> no. Anybody no. have above 15? I got a. I got a fifteen. Oh, you got a fifteen. All right, yes. Gal. Um, Della got fourteen. Fourteen, Baron. Nine. Nine for Baron. Nine. And what did you roll? A natural one. You have to roll a one to get a nine, right? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, I'm <laughs> Batman now. And these <laughs> the awful, <laughs> disgusting, inbred creatures rolled their initiative as well. Inbreeder. What'd you roll, 21? <laughs> 21. 21, Lork? I love that song by the Inbreeders. Oh, Cannonball. Yeah. Cannonball. So close. Really good. So close, dun, 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 dun. But Sur- not close enough. Surprise round. I know you're a libertine. Everyone goes, Lork, you're up. Uh, all right. Mind you, Della's going to get an, an attack this round. Very well can get an attack. She can go five foot step. Boom. Yeah. But you and Baron can get into place unless you're doing range combat, then you can take that. Uh, no, Lork is going to try to use uh, the powers of the belt from Rag, which gives him a bonus to CMB to get into position to grapple this thing. And he wants to put his hand over its mouth, silence it, hold it, grapple it, pin it, and then get it to tell us what's going on in this fort and what it is. So uh, he's going to use his round to move quick as lightning as quick as a middle-aged man can move with a uh, terrible knee. Sure. Uh, past, past Baron and right up in, you know, into melee range with this uh, thing, whatever it is. This thing, this malformed thing that is right five feet and away so, from Dell. Because it's, it's a surprise, all I can do is move right up next to him. Correct. Barry and, that, and, and everything pauses. Uh, Barry Connick Jr., I'm going to tell to defend Baron as a free action. Ah, so if Baron gets attacked by anything, Barry Connor Jr. will attack that thing. Okay, that is a badass move. That is pretty cool. If you step, if you end up a step to your right, I can flank. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Galabras. Uh, I'm gonna cast a little spell, second level spell called Silence, centered on the bell. Oh, that's brilliant. Twenty foot radius. Um, each of the. Everybody gets a chance 
uh, in the uh, area of effect of the spell, DC 15 will save to negate. But any uh, inanimate object within that sphere... The bell. The bell, for example. The gun. Is and the gun oh. silent regardless? Wow, oh. that's so cool. But it also means that Della, if she fails, can't cast spells. True, but I very, think cool. A, very cool, very cool. But know. she's also a badass fighter. So All right, so what are we I rolling? Mean, that's an amazing. Yeah, amazing. it's so smart. If you weren't sitting on a bottle cap right now, kid, I'd give you another. You can have two <laughs> bottle caps. You can stack bottle caps. Yeah, I like how we we spent like twenty minutes talking through this, and Skid is like, Skid just doesn't, didn't say a word, and then just <laughs> changed the entire encounter. Changed the entire encounter. Well, he made it amazing. And made what, it amazing. What All right, everybody, save? roll your will save. What's the DC? Fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen will save. Can we? Mork but saved. we want to be silent, right? Well, yeah. You no, want, you don't want to. Can, no, no. These can we do. fail on purpose? No. No, no, no. I mean, you the, can still gun silent. automatically gun, The gun automatically will be silent. Yeah, it's a cone of silence, but you so will say so like, If you make your save, you could say, like, hey, Lork, I'm, I'll need your help or whatever. Right. Okay. Della saved. Will save? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so okay, Della saved. I mean, it doesn't you matter saved? so much for Lork and Baron and ben Ver, uh, Barry Connick Jr. It doesn't matter for them. Right. It matters for Della. If Della saves, that means Della, Della saves. can still Now cast. your guys roll. Right. Do you uh, tell us that. Will you say tell if, me that my gun is okay now? No, I don't think so. I mean, both of these creatures fail. Yeah. You see them like, Baron already recognized there was something skittish about them. And they now they're to like. try to make a sound. And now they're, they look petrified. Yeah. By what's happening. And they, you just hear. And now it is <laughs> Della's turn. Della, you are five feet away. You have an opportunity to step up and flank with Lork and do some Damage! Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, Lork is like the mission was to capture, Del- not to kill. So if I were you, I would hold around to see if I can grapple this thing. And give that it, was the and plan give, going in, and give it my surprise round, basically. Yep. Well, unless you want to cast a spell on yourself that buffs yourself, you could do that. Not against these guys. Or yeah. just let Della be Della, dude. I'm. I'm gonna move so that I'm equidistant from Baron's guy and your guy. That way, if I need to help out in either situation. All right, so Della moves to the easternmost portion of this area. She's Uh, on the other side. She's now created a triangle with herself and these two malformed creatures, Baron. She is between the Bell and Galabras on the other side. Can I just... um, I just want to give a quick shout-out to Matthew for being a really great teammate. Uh, let's yeah. say that Go on. <laughs> he saved me both as uh, Gormley and as Della. Uh, with that said, um, I don't know that my gun is silent at this point, so I'm going to move up to the other weird ear thing, and it's well, still surprised now, her, so I'm like, done. You would notice the complete absence of sound all of a sudden after I cast my spell. I, I, if <laughs> I were running this game, I would let Baron maybe have a perception check to tell. I don't tell. even think. I mean, it's just like... The I, spell happened before. I, I, the the it, plan was for you nothing. to run up, but you know that it's silent. Yeah. Wait, you, and, and do you have quick draw now? I do not. So I then have, it doesn't oh, matter. Oh, well, then it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Right. But you know. You know it's silent. Absolutely, yeah. Galabras. Absolutely. Yeah. But your plan, the plan beforehand was to go up and... Get next to this dude. Yeah. So is is Baron gonna go rogue, literally, and go by his own rules? Baron, what do you do? I think it's pronounced rouge. <laughs> <laughs> you could take uh, your surprise round action to draw your gun. I'm gonna or do move to your to your guy. I'm gonna draw. Yeah, your gun. plan was to go up well, there, but then both. all of a sudden, Galabras just made it 
possible for you to start firing at will. I'm going to draw my gun. Okay. Baron draws his gun. Round one. That's but the end of the surprise it, round. You could draw it as part of a move action. Oh. Uh, well, I'd have to drop the other thing. Well, he wouldn't want to. He wouldn't want to get in melee range with it. Anyway. Oh, that's true anyway, yeah. Okay. Round one. I love this image. All of a sudden, it's like, yeah. dead silent, and Baron's just like, completely silently, pulls out a gun. <laughs> yeah. Lifts like, it, raises ooh, okay. it. <laughs> Mutated creature number one. Weird I, thing. I want to see the Zapruder film. Just, <laughs> this is the one with the ear growing out of its foot. Uh, in front of Lork? In or front of Lork. Uh, an arm that's like a malformed arm. What does his out head look chest. like? It looks like it's melting. It's an orc? And it's got, it's, its features are all screwed up. Uh, it is not an orc. Um, you guys, on your turn, are welcome to roll to try and figure out what it is. But in the meantime, this thing is swinging a hook at you. Mama growl. Natural. Give me a fucking I'm break! I'm not man. even joking. Give me a motherfucker. What die did you roll? Great, the oh, neon yeah, green die. I haven't rolled it in two episodes, but I say, you know what? The guys are getting it too easy. Fuck this <laughs> bitch. Natty, 20. One of these sides, I'm going to confirm. Gonna say, oh, I'm going to go to the... Confirmed with a one. So not confirmed. All right, just a regular old hit. But it is hit. max damage, oh, it which is max just damage. happens to be 21 points of damage. What? Oh my God. What? Ba-boom! Hits you with this Okay, hook. so this thing looks freakish, freakishly strong. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't realize that. I thought that they were I didn't either. Mute. I did. like, uh, I form. myself. It's like, uh, it's Goonies. Lork, it's as tall, if not taller than you. 21 points of damage with this gross hook. Just Is that, sinks uh, into your skin, and then they just pull it back. Some of your flesh comes with it. Orc, goblinoid, or giant subtype? Uh, it is not. None of them. Wow. <laughs> Why is it working here? The other one. <laughs> Baron did not go with the plan. He stayed back. So this one comes up and clogs the stairwell, rushes at Baron, charges. Natural one. All right. All right. All right. There we go. Name. There we go. It does Name. not have multiple attacks. Doesn't matter if it's named. It is an automatic fumble. So you you take your crits with your fumbles. And for you people listening at home, that was also my green neon die. <laughs> so shove it up your ass, team. Uh, this one's called. Oh, very interesting. I told you it was sharp. <laughs> you take 1d6 points of bleed damage So this thing is like Holy shit wow. Why can't I hear Why can't I talk It was already scared to begin with It, <laughs> runs, it, just up, runs, it runs up into Baron's sharpened gun <laughs> Sticks its the hook whetstone. His whetstone, whetstone sharpened gun Runs up Really scared Swings at Baron And ends up hooking itself in its leg And takes Not until next round it is going to take one point of bleed damage on its next turn. Beautiful. Every single round. Until it does a heal check. Lork, you're up. Uh, Lork is going to try to grapple this thing. All he's, right, He's going to take one round to try to do it, man. Trying to do it. He's got the belt. This thing just hooked you. 16. Fail. Yeah. Oh. And it provokes an attack oh, yeah, and of it opportunity. Yeah, so. Forgot about that, didn't you? Uh, that's going to be a because 26 to hit. 26 to hit? Yeah. 18 points of damage. Oh, my God, dude. Jesus. Did you say 18 points of damage? 18 points of damage. Barry Connick Jr., you told him to defend Baron. Baron just got, he did not get hit, but he was attacked. Yeah, so he's going to move through Baron Square into melee range with this thing. Will that provoke from it? No, it doesn't have, it's not a giant. Sure. So he's going to move up. And attack it. I see, moving from... Well, yeah, okay. so he's just going to get one. He's going to get one bite. But as a bear, he does have 
power attack. Oh yeah. yeah. So he's gonna power attack it. Choo, 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 choo. Uh, crack die. How convenient. Uh, miss. Ah, oh, he miss. tries to jump at it. Cool. The jaws miss. Guys, the plan is falling apart. This is going terribly. terribly. I'm going to move to uh, if I can if I have line of sight on this gross mutant uh, closest to me. I'm going to get to where I have line of sight, clear line of sight, and I am going to cast Spear of Purity. What? What? I think it might Uh, be time for nerdage. Is this the one attacking Lork or the one attacking Baron? Uh, It's the one attacking Baron. Okay. Spear of Purity. Never heard of that. Is that one of your new third level Johns? It's second level, yeah. Second level spell. It's a second level spell. Um, I hurl a pure white or golden spear of light from my holy symbol, affecting any one target within range as a ranged touch attack. Oh, shit. An evil creature stuck by the spear takes 1d6 points of damage per two caster levels. It's not evil, is it? Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Spear of purity. The spell, the cool ass, awesome spell. Oh well, shoots by. Hey, you yeah. know what? It's part of the game, Della. What do you got? You t- how much? How much damage have you taken so far, Lord? Uh, I took about forty points of damage. What you saw is Lord get mauled by this thing twice. Okay. Um, I want to do. First, I want to do knowledge engineering on these guys. These guys. Oh yeah, it wouldn't be knowledge that. engineering. It's gonna be knowledge local. Oh, I have that too. Give me a knowledge local. Knowledge local is the most broken knowledge in this game. Fourteen. 14, you say. It's got to be a fail. It's enough to tell you uh, one thing. These creatures are ogre kin. Oh, 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 yeah, all right, all right. And Baron, I misspoke, and it didn't matter in your first round because all you were doing was drawing your weapon, but they actually are of the giant subtype. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm getting right up in their shit. Well, that means that my... They're not giant. They're of the giant subtype. But they he's have, still. That's they both. If they're, they're the they're giant uh, subtype, then I get favorite enemy, which yeah. is plus. Okay, four. I, I'm sorry. I just read it. No, 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 no. I get it. Do it. Stop apologizing. <laughs> just fix it. They're of the giant subtype. They have giant blood in them, but they're not giant. Would your attack have hit? Do I get favorite enemy against the giant? Yeah, uh, if they're of the giant, giant subtype. subtype. Sure. sure. So that's that favorite twenty enemy against CMD. Twenty against CMD. I had still a misses. 60, so that's, okay. So right. we did no harm, no foul. Okay, good. Uh, harm, no foul. Harm, no foul. <laughs> right. <laughs> Trademark Joe O'Brien. So well, Della, I'm sorry, I misspoke. Della seeing Lork get mauled is going to step up and flank the guy that's, okay. that, he's, that he's fighting with. Step up and flank. Light the scimitar and fire as she goes. Yeah. Classic. That's Take a, a swift action? Swift action. Nice. Okay. Take a little old swing. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. That is a miss. Ooh. Okay. Oh, God, these guys are insane. Oh, wait, no, no, it's 19 to hit. Blanking. Oh, that's a little too late based on Troy's rules. I'll allow it. All right. We have not moved on. We have not moved on. Uh, 10 points of damage. One of those is fire. Baron, you're up. You got a guy right up in your face. Is there any way that I can take If you know the answer to this question, don't ask it. It doesn't. It Look at the like, map. The map's right there in front of you. Absolutely not. Well, you're shitty at drawing. <laughs> nope. You, got, you're, you came to the top of the stairs, and Baron, that's where yeah, you Baron went. Baron is wedged into the stairs. Galabras right behind him. Barry Connick Jr. right to his right. Enemy right in front of him. There's nowhere else for you to go. Do you know what time it is? here is solid Do stone. you know what time it is? Point blank shot time. It's time to get up close and deadly. And it's time to do it twice 
in a row. Correct me if I'm wrong. Provokes. That provokes an attack of opportunity. Oh, yeah, it does. This is a daring act. Yeah. Let's see how it turns out. Let's see how it, it turns out. It might be a grit point in your future, son. Yeah, especially if you take 40 points of damage. <laughs> Swings its ogre hook at you. Boom! 26 you want to against hit. touch? Oh, Save your Oh, oh, sorry. Save your attacks. 26 you to can, hit? You can roll that 21 over, but the 26 just hit you on the attack of opportunity. 13 points of damage. Great. Moving on. 21 against touch AC. Uh-huh. That hits. Yeah, this is how it happens too. It's like swing, clack, right? To gunshot goes it's off worth, at the same time. Boom! It's worth taking that damage. Uh, that is fifteen points of damage. Beautiful. Boom! And my second attack does not have combat reflexes, so it will not provoke again. Ooh, doggy! Eighteen against touch AC. That hits. Another up close and deadly. Oh, shit. That is only 12 points of damage. <laughs> yeah, that's a little better. 12 was... points of damage. I'll tell you what. He's in bad shape. No, nice. It's a good nice. round, Baron. Good <laughs> round, Baron. Zero or no? You would think... Get out of here. You would think this combat's gone on for 10 hours. It's round three, and it's their turn. <sighs> the guy right up in Lork's face. Lork tried to grab him. Wasn't happening. Crit Lork. Goes to attack again. Misses. Yes! Yeah. Huge. The Huge. second one uh, goes to attack Baron. Misses. Yeah. All, right, all, right, all right, Swing, swing. Now the tides are starting to turn. Yeah. That's why you guys got to stay with this. You got to stay with the battle. I'm not oh, I'm always going to roll tor- 20s. Lork, you're up. You never- Here's what happened. Lork tried to grab this thing. As he got closer and the thing uh, mauled him nearly to death, he recognized this thing is the giant subtype. Yes. He didn't see it before. But now he's like, these things have fucking giant blood in them. And he's so angry. And all of a sudden he feels like the, the need to draw Gorham's thorn. To pray to the oh. god of battle. And he quick draws that shit. Yeah. No attack of opportunity. No. Oh, and this is why he took quick draw. Because at sixth level, he still gets two attacks even when drawing a weapon. <laughs> so he Get out of takes here. the quick draw feet, whoom, pulls out his weapon, and he's just like, oh, I don't question giants. And he goes to swing <laughs> uh, power attack at this thing uh, with a plus two from the, uh, from the flanking. So first attack. Uh... 23 to hit. Hits. Yeah. Yeah. And he does um, 21 points oh, of damage. Oh, wow. you could oh kill it. God. You could kill it right here with the second, second attack. attack. Kill it. Oh, Lork is so angry. Kill his motherfucking second attack. Ah, oh, cracked eye. And it almost was a natural 20. Uh, 21 to hit. 21 hits. Yes. Oh, come kill on it. with kill this. Go. Uh, <laughs> 18 points of damage. Dead! Dead! Yeah. Lork and Gorm's thorn. Oh, he's just like, sw- he takes one swipe to the left, cuts it open, one swipe to the right, takes its head yeah. off. Yeah. Fucking mutant <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. One of its ears just falls. Uh, Barry Connick Jr. still saw Baron just plug this thing full of bullets, but it kept attacking Baron. Yeah, ba- did not cha- tell us to stop defending. What does yeah, it do? He's going to take a five foot step. Not quite flanking yet, but getting into position. Sure. And uh, he's going to he's, he's do, yeah, he's very intelligent. Uh, he's going to do a full attack action. Power attack on all attacks. Yeah. Because he's just, he, he, he's oh, for the abs- five foot step. He was told to defend Baron. He will give his life to defend Baron. So, uh, so claw, claw, bite. Claw, miss. Claw, miss. He says, swipe, swipe. They don't hit him. Hey, goes in for the bite. Yeah. 
16 to hit. Uh, Miss. Yeah. Oh, He's working his way around, though. I liked him using this yeah, defend. He, he might get that talent. bite. Yeah. You know, or I mean, he might get that flanking. He's helping. He's helping out the team. Galabras. Your spear uh, just it just missed. You'd never cast that spell before. You haven't practiced it enough. What are you yeah. doing now? Um, I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna draw my crossbow and load it. Okay. Galabras is like I, I'm gonna stay away from these dude. Draws the crossbow, loads it, ready to maybe put a kill shot on. Della, you're up. Uh, Della is going to hop over the dead body and jump up and attack the other one. All right. Difficult terrain. uh, Get up there. So you're right next. So basically you've got Lork to your left, Barry Connick Jr. to your right. 24 to hit. That's a hit. Flaming scimitar. Yes. Uh, Nine regular and three fire. Woo. 12 hit points left. It's dead. Yeah. Della just whoop. That's my girl right there. Strikes it down. Yeah, I really wanted to question these things, but once he saw the giant blood, Lork was like, fuck that. And you know what? I made a joke about it earlier, but I cannot deny the amazing use of the silent spell bottle cap. Yeah, Yeah, all right. That was just huge. Their actions would have been early on. Yeah, sure, defend themselves. Yeah, sure, attack. I get two. Ring that fucking bell. I get two point five percent interest on these. So in two years, I'll have another bottle cap. <laughs> Just keep saving them. Yeah, definitely don't use them. No, <laughs> I won't. Dead ogrekin. You are knew they, about are, orcs. Are they dead? Dead. You knew about giants. Yeah, they're bleeding out. Okay. Ogrekin. You know, I think I think Lork might have a little knowledge of this with the uh, his time in the Black Arrows. Not, I'm not saying like encyclopedic knowledge, mm-hmm. but like well, Ogrekin. Look, I will say rove just over these from places. running the Rune Lords campaign. Uh, I know that the Black Arrows, as an organization, most definitely have experience with Ogrekin. Yeah, so. yeah. So you got to imagine Ogrekin are. It's a very it's an inbred, disgusting society. That's why they're all deformed. Okay. And Ogres are fucked up anyway. But what I, I don't know if we've like really. But what are they doing here? You guys here. haven't dealt with ogres at all. And no. what are they doing here? Could I do? Uh, is there any sort of relevant knowledge check to know if, like, during his time with the Black Arrows, Lork knew about any sort of alliances with uh, hill giants or orcs that could have led to this? Roll a knowledge history. Um, do you have it? I don't have it. I don't have it. I have it. That's fine. It's fine. I, I just don't have it. Okay. I've, you know. Wait, what is there? Oh, it's knowledge local. I do knowledge local. It's only yeah, plus you two. Gonna, yeah, you have to crush it. Maybe a natural twan. Maybe natural twans. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> is that enough? Yeah, you don't know. Uh. And, and, and then it's further complicated by like, why were they so scared? Can Baron, I do Baron it? noticed they were. Can I scared. fucking roll a twenty uh, history? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you, man. Sure. Yeah, man. Give it a give it a. Give so it a so Lork will tell Galabras like. These things that we fought them on the street. Natural yeah, one! Shit, never mind. <laughs> Motherfucker. I don't know what the fuck you're uh, talking about. You guys gotta man. learn your history. Baron would like to. Know your history. Um, should we uh, hide the bodies? As you're trying to figure out what to do with the bodies. I, I bet you they don't even know these guys are up here. Mm. Now remember, you saw footprints going back and forth downstairs. Oh, between the doors. Back and forth. Now it's all starting to make sense. Maybe they were sentries. Maybe this was their shift. Yeah. yeah. But meanwhile... The new shift is coming up. You hear... Baron. Baron. Lork. Lork. You hear this from, like, down the bottom of the steps. I, uh, Lork runs over to the steps and looks over. It's Ingrahild. Yeah. She's like, is everyone all right? Is everyone okay? Is everyone alive? Yeah. 
Are you okay? I'm fine. I saw Umlo. He's he's beaten, but but he's alive. She she told me to say something that only you would know, Lork. So that you know that she's for real. She and you need to come with me. She says that when you were a young man, you strangled someone to death on the streets. She says this is your curse, the curse that you bear, the reason why all your loved ones and all those you protect have died. But she has foreseen all of you, and she seems for real. Will you come with me? She... He gets, like, angry. It's, it's like an invasion of privacy. No one knew that. No one knew that. He did that alone on the street. Will you come with me? I... I'll come with you. She looks to the rest of the party. I go with... I go with Locke. I'm gonna sense motive along the way, <laughs> but I'll come. Del... Del nods. We'll see you next week. Fuck you. Oh my god. You're chill. Oh my god. She knows. Oh. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale, it's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.